Pretty little church, ain't it? Casino night was Father Brigham's idea, but the daughters of Isabella are the ones who really picked up the ball and ran with it. Betsy Vigu in particular. I think she likes the idea of dolling up in her slinkiest black dress and dealing blackjack or spinning a roulette wheel and saying, Place your bets, ladies and gentlemen. Please place your bets. Oh, but they all kind of like the idea, I guess. It's only nickel-dime stuff. Harmless, but it seems a wee bit wicked to him just the same. Except it don't seem harmless to Reverend Willie, and it seems a lot more than a wee bit wicked to him and his congregation. He's actually the Reverend William Rose, and he ain't never liked Father Brigham much, nor does the Father have much use for him. In fact, it was Father Brigham who started calling Reverend Rose Steamboat Willie, and the Reverend Willie knows it. Sparks has flown between those two particular witch doctors before, but this casino night business is a little more than just Sparks. I guess you could call it a brush fire. When Willie heard that the Catholics meant to spend the night gambling at the KSC Hall, he just about hit the roof with the top of his pointy little head. He paid for those dice and the devil flyers out of his own pocket, and Wanda Hemphill and her sewing circle buddies put them up everywhere. Since then, the only place the Catholics and the Baptists talk to each other is in the letters column of our little weekly paper, where they rave and rant and tell each other they're going to hell. Look it down there, you'll see what I mean. That's Nan Roberts, who just came out of the bank. She owns Nan's luncheonette, and I guess she's just about the richest person in town now that old Pop Merrill's gone to his eternal rest. Also, she'd been a Baptist since Hector was a pup. And coming the other way is Big Al Gendron. He's so Catholic he makes the Pope look kosher, and his best friend is Irish Johnny Brigham. Now, watch close. See their noses go up? Ha! <laughs> Ain't that a sketch? I'll bet you dollars to donuts that the temperature dropped 20 degrees when they passed each other by. It's like my mother used to say. People have more fun than anybody, except for horses, and they can't. Now, look it over there. See that sheriff's cruiser parked by the curb near the video shop? That's John LaPointe inside. He's supposed to be keeping an eye out for speeders. Downtown's a go-slow zone, you know, especially when school lets out. But if you shade your eyes and look close, you'll see that what he's really doing is staring at a picture he took out of his wallet. I can't see it from here, but I know what it is just as well as I know my mother's maiden name. That's the snapshot Andy Clutterbuck took a John and Sally Ratcliffe at the Freiburg State Fair just about a year ago. John's got his arm around her in that picture, and she's holding a stuffed bear he won for her in the shooting gallery, and they both look so happy they just about spit. But that was then, and this is now, as they say. These days, Sally is engaged to Lester Pratt, the high school phys ed coach. He's a true blue Baptist, just like herself. John hasn't gotten over the shock of losing her yet. See him fetch that sigh? He's worked himself into a pretty good case of the blues. Only a man who's still in love, or thinks he is, can fetch a sigh that deep. Trouble and aggravation's mostly made up of ordinary things. Do you ever notice that? Undramatic things. Let me give you a for instance. Do you see the fella just going up the courthouse steps? No, no, not the man in the suit. That's Dan Keaton. He's our head selectman. I mean the other one, the black guy in the work fatigues. That's Eddie Warburton, the night shift janitor at the municipal building. Keep your eye on him for a few seconds and watch what he does.
There. See him pause on the top step and look up street? I'll bet you more dollars to more donuts that he's looking at the Sunoco station. The Sunoco's owned and operated by Sonny Jacket, and there's been bad blood between the two of them ever since Eddie took his car there two years ago to get the drivetrain looked at. I remember that car quite well. It was a Honda Civic, nothing special about it, except it was special to Eddie, because it was the first and only brand new car he'd ever owned in his life. And Sonny not only did a bad job, he overcharged for it in the bargain. Well, that's Eddie's side of the story. Warburton's just using his color to see if he can beat me out of the repair bill. That's Sonny's side of the story. You know how it goes, don't you? Well, so Sonny Jacket took Eddie Warburton to small claims court, and there was some shouting first in the courtroom and then in the hall outside. Eddie said Sonny called him a stupid nigger, and Sonny said...